I was like sitting there for like 20 minutes trying to like get my backtracks to work. And it was just like harsh noise static. And the only person who was in the basement was like the dude who was like handing out beers. And I was just like, Hey, I was like, you know, like where like anyone is and like, like homies literally on his phone. He looks up, he's like, and then just get to it. I was like, okay. All right. I was like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go. <laughs> Welcome to the 181st episode of the Casa Inns Creation. I'm your host, Chris Deering. This is the show interview bands and public figures from the MathCore, MathCore Jason community. Uh, if you enjoy this content, please like, subscribe, do all the things social. Every little bit helps. And uh, feel free to join us every Sunday and Wednesday for the live cast where you can interact with the guests in real time or just hang out in the chat. Uh, you can also subscribe to this Twitch channel for just five bucks to get access to the interviews before they hit YouTube and other streaming platforms, as well as get some exclusive emotes. Uh, you can also do that for free by attaching Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account. It's like taking five bucks from Jeff Bezos' pocket and putting it into mine. Uh, my new EP, Unicorn Laser Bubblegum City, is out now on all platforms. Got some sick merch up on my band Ooh. camp. And also uh, just announced a uh, Southwestern tour hitting the California coast and such. So check all that out. Um, and with all that out of the way, let me introduce our guest today who dropped their new EP, Born From A Wish, back in October. Welcome in, Corey of Zombie Shark. How's it going? Yo, what's up, man? Thank you so much for having me. Dude, thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on. Uh, so, this is, it's been about almost two years since you were on here for uh, your album, your last album, uh, I'll Destroy you Myself and Everything I've Ever Loved. Uh, what have you been up to since? God, it's already been that long. Right? No, um, I was looking at it today. I was like, holy shit, it was uh, two years? Oh, my God. Oh, dude. <laughs> um, shit. Uh, I've been very busy, um, working on, uh, a big project right now. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been kind of fucked up that I haven't like, like, I I'm always stuck with like, Oh God, I haven't like released music in like so long, but, um, pretty much, uh, within the last like two years and probably one more on top of that, I've been working on a new full length LP. So in between working on this LP, uh, I had a small collection of songs that some weren't going to be on it. Um, some I had just done a bit faster than the other songs. So I figured like rather than wait like another full year um, before releasing something massive, uh, I was just going to put out like the wolves I had uh, sitting around. So uh, yeah, that's pretty much how it came into being. Um, I've been doing that and I have like a bunch of other like small music projects uh, I'm working on currently um, that are all probably gonna come out like early next year. So I, I've, I, in the time that I've been quiet in those two years, I've, I've been very busy uh, and hopefully next year, uh, everyone will get to see a lot of the craziness that I've been working on. Oh yeah. So uh, we're expecting a full length next year then is what you're saying. Yes, hopefully next year. Um, I'm hoping by like middle of the year, towards the end, uh, it should be done. If it's if by some crazy chance it's not, uh, then it definitely will be uh, out very early 2024. Uh -huh. Um, so how would you say your music's evolved from uh, your full length? Um. I'd say that the Born From A Wish songs, some of them were written around the time of um, I Will Destroy You. Um, I think for Born From A Wish, at least uh, my old producer that we were working on, we were kind of like trying to just like expand, I guess. We were taking the two sides of like like the poppy side and then like the the more metal metalcore abrasive side. And I think for going into this EP, at least the songs I was working on, I wanted to take both of those separate genres and just max them out to their fullest. And even in some ways where they're not quite working, um, I wanted it to be like, okay, you know, we're going to just do full ass pop on one side. We're going to do crazy metalcore on the other side. And we're just going to slap this together in a, freaking sandwich and and put it out um because then on songs like smile support society where you know like even when it's super stark it's like grind moments and then hard cut into uh like hyper pop bits and then hard cut back into metal um same with grim reaper gutters so i think for me like going into it i just really wanted to like expand on those kind of elements that were already 
there on I Will Destroy You. But I feel I, I Will Destroy You is honestly perfect in the way that that everything is layered. But I kind of wanted to push them in a really dramatic way, you know, like, OK, like what's let's make, you know, both aspects of like my music as ridiculous and abrasive as possible. And that's kind of like what what happened with the, the EP. Um, I think, too, there was a lot of focus on the popular elements. Um, I really wanted to kind of flex more of my clean singing on it um on you know especially on songs like born from a wish that you know are, are sort of like songs similar to mirror maze but it's just like expanded on um i'm very much like a revisionist i feel like when it comes to stuff like it's like i'll do something and then you know i'll do it again but you know i'll pick the parts that i like of it and i'll be like okay well now we're going to work on this more and we're going to expand this more and keep making it you know, bigger and, and building off of that, uh, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I think it's just more of a dramatic approach to sort of the polarizing aspects of I Will Destroy You, um, brighter and heavier. We're actually pretty close to this on the same wavelength, too. Uh, so I would say it's like less metal, I guess, but like mm. just as extreme. So it's more mm. like leaning into like the uh, electronic elements, I guess. Uh mm. Yeah, like, uh... Oh, we got Robert Cardi in the chat. What's up, big dog? Love you. <laughs> <laughs> and we uh, also got my boy Jake Checkaway in here, too. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I love the more, like, uh, poppier aspects coming in. Like, you were doing a lot of, uh, some clean singing on, like, the album. But here, mm. it seems more melodic, I guess, is a good way to put it. Mm. Uh, it I don't know. Mm. Always seemed like there was like a uh, atmosphere of like intensity on the album, but on the EP mm. you let the melodic parts shine a little bit more. If that makes sense, I guess. Am mm. I wrong? Am I completely off base here? No, no. It's yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, it's it's the extreme. I wanted to push the extremes of like both the aspects of of my music, like on the EP. Um, and definitely like more of a clean singing, like pop oriented, like element for sure um yeah it, it, i definitely wanted to like make some more like prettier kind of like alien-esque like kind of weirdo moments with it like i feel like i always try to like dip my hands in like a genre like or at least when i do it's like i always try to at least make it my own or if i am i'm like failing miserably at like emulating the sound but I don't know. I kind of always like the results of it, you know, because I, I, I think at the time, you know, I was kind of listening to a lot of um, like Charlie XCX and like 100 Gex and um, artists like that. So I kind of wanted to like have the focus of like trying to sing more, trying to put like more clean vocal stuff out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I think the turnout was was pretty was pretty sick on it. <laughs> Uh, CDOS Kez in chat saying, oh shit, what up? Thought Crime loves Zombie Shark. How's it going, Kez? And Zombie Shark loves. <clears throat> oh shit. Yo, shouts out Kez. Shouts out Digital Drift. Uh, so, yeah, how have your influences changed since uh, you started uh, you started doing the EP? I guess it's kind of, you said it was like the same as you were, uh, when you were, doing, you were working on this when you did uh, your album. So I guess they're like mm. the same influences or... Not well, I mean, not really. I mean, I think, um, I think for like I Will Destroy You, uh, a lot of my influences I was kind of like digging up from old, like classic, like MySpace scene core, uh, albums like, like Attack Attack and like, uh, like I set my friends on fire and like Gangastron and like a lot of those things, like a lot of like, um, a lot of that was like like a huge uh focus um i guess you could say that like some of these songs at least were still coming from uh the same influences because they're they're honestly kind of old at this point um i'd say now like going into the lp because um i've been working on that like pretty much like this whole time and I think my influences now have definitely been geared toward a lot more um I'd say like industrial like mathier kind of direction like I've definitely haven't been listening to as much pop recently as I was like especially during like 
later last year. So I'd say like at least for now, currently not reflecting of the EP, but I like still kind of there. Like uh, a lot of like the Silent Hill, like two and three soundtracks are uh, have been like incredibly inspiring. Um, <laughs> they're, they're really great because like, I know like most people don't probably try to like sit down and like really like spend time with like soundtracks, but um like, aren't they like just like ambient sort of like well I don't know. well there's there's ambient there's industrial there's like trip hop moments there's there's songs that even like teeter on like shoegaze um huh. so i'd say like a lot of like that um i've also been like super into uh like chat pile recently uh yeah. that band has really been like a huge uh influence um i'd say like a lot of like uh shoegaze too um right now uh anything kind of like hard or like dark ambient stuff so i think a lot of that's like coming out on like the new lp right now currently um okay so lyrics uh you got some interesting lyrics i just wanted to go over real quick uh on smile support society uh it says i hope when you get to heaven i hope there's cake and yogurt so do you eat cake and yogurt is that cake and ice cream (laughs) Do you just have like a weird childhood or something? No, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of a lot of my lyrics are kind of like innuendos and like other kind of like references to like other things that are are maybe even so microscopic that like other people like wouldn't even get it like sometimes it's like like saying talking like inside jokes to myself half the time Mm. uh on some of these so um yeah i don't know it a lot of like uh smile support and some of the other tracks like have like kind of like a bigger meaning to it and a lot of it kind of like reflects back to like uh either like childhood stuff or you know things like growing up like in key memories and like other kind of like influential things so i i should really do a better job of like breaking my lyrics down because i've always liked the way that like you go about a release like you always like release like your lyrics like uh when you're when you finish a project and i've been really inspired by that so i feel like maybe like for the next album i should like do that and like maybe have like more of a content like kind of breakdown on it um well since you're an artist too you can make it look really fucking sick like me i just type that shit out and throw it in like a square or whatever (laughs) it still looks good though i i'd say like smile support definitely as a whole like is kind of just about like cutting like toxicity out of your life and like toxic people and uh a lot of like some weird like innuendo like like stuff like that is just like something that is like so personal to me that i probably couldn't even like get into it right now but i'd say as a whole like uh it's it's about cutting toxicity and like cake and yogurt you could equate it to some negative outstanding negative traits to some people that i might know that like have kind of affected me in some kind of way so it's it's tough i'll I'll do like a i should do a better breakdown of uh all the lyrics of the ep like maybe next week or something it's just an interesting like <laughs> couple of words to put together because it, it's not even frozen yogurt it's like just the <laughs> yogurt like and ice cream it's just it's a, it's a weird combo I had, to, I had to bring that one up uh, <laughs> um so you had another odd one uh or was it for Grim Reaper gutters? Uh, drink until you're dead. Go splat. Drink until you're dead. Dancing with the dead. We'll cut your head off. Make your grave a bed. Tiptoe to the kitchen while we pick your bones out from our feet. So, how is this person dying exactly? I don't understand. They, <laughs> drink until you're dead, and then you just go splat. It's like they explode. I guess. I um. <laughs> So I I was kind of writing that song. So it was funny. So that's a song that features uh, Rob Accardi. And uh, I, so funny, funny story about that whole thing. Um, so, so Rob uh, was actually originally, uh, I had reached out to him uh, like maybe like three years ago. Uh, I had found him out like long before like Dr. Ocula was even like, and thinking of coming back. Um, and 
we had started talking and, and, you know, he was like really cool. And, and I was like, Hey, you know, man, like really, really like loved your vocals and on slob and slob itself is like such an influential, like experimental, like deathcore, mathcore release to me, you know, like if there's ever a possibility, you'd be interested in doing guest vocals on the song. And Rob is just like the, like one of the nicest, coolest people I've ever met in my life. He was so about it and like fucked with it really hard. Um, he didn't have like recording, uh, equipment at the time. So, um, so, but he said that, you know, he's like, Hey, you know, like, I'm going to do this guest feature for you, you know, like whatever. So, uh, I was going to have him on keyboards for insects, uh, on, I will destroy you, uh, when it was coming out and it wasn't in the cards, like at the time, um, just because Rob was unfortunately didn't have like the equipment to like record. Um, so, but, but we, he kept the promise of, you know, like, Hey, you know what, like, we're still going to do this. And I kept in contact with him and fortunate enough to be like such great friends with him now and the rest of the band. Um, you know, we, so eventually the time came, uh, like maybe a year and a half ago when I started working on Grim Reaper gutters and, uh, I kind of wanted to just make a song that sort of encapsulated like the slob kind of qualities like i kind of like put myself in a place where i'm like okay in my like in my own like like demented mind i'm gonna make a slob song so i kind of wrote these lyrics in a sort of like kind of like like classic dr ocula like like shit talky goofy-esque kind of like horror story murder story kind of thing um so like the whole concept of like uh poisoning the punch on on your enemies and the whole like you know almost like a Dahmer-esque like tiptoeing through the kitchen picking your bones out from our feet like kind of thing so kind of treat keep it like a true crime kind of like goofy weird <laughs> kind of thing which like, talking it out now and explaining it out loud like probably sounds a lot crazier than it did when i was like working on it because most of the time i'm just like working on songs being like yes this is fucking gold like this totally makes sense like this is good um but yeah i mean that's pretty much like there's no like real any kind of like seriousness to it i just kind of wanted to write something like really weird and like almost like true crime-esque uh for that song something that would fit like a dr ocula like all your shorts are brown and green like type kind of energy <laughs> uh but also like shouts out rob too because he absolutely crushed that part and i i couldn't even fucking believe it when he sent me that um i was so stoked that's probably like my the, my favorite song i will ever make in my entire life and i'm just so fucking happy that happened because like i mean at least for me like i mean i always like i like tyler's vocals too like in dr Acula, but i feel like at least rob's like on that era were so iconic and had such like the biggest impact on me and that whole era of the band. So I had sought Rob out like way before, like, like long past, like, like I said, the reformation and everything. And, and, you know, cause I was specifically wanted him for it. And I just like took a shot in the dark, just being like, yo, like, I know this is so whack. I had this like crazy weird music project, but like y'all have like uh, influenced me like so much in my life. Uh, I would literally love for you to like, in some way we could like make a collaboration happen. And uh, I'm so happy I did. And he was, he was uh, cool enough to even like be in the music visualizer for it too. So I don't know. Oh, I think I could he? die happy. That. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. Rob, Rob filmed his part for the, the music visualizer too, which I couldn't fucking believe. I was, I was uh, trying to hold back a uh, fangirling so hard. <laughs> I, was so, I was so fucking, I was so fucking stoked. Um, I gotta say, I never saw that uh, that visualizer, but now I gotta seek it out. Little yeah, fun. it's it's up there. Um, everything, like I said, kind of got like botched uh, release wise for the EP, but um, yeah, it's out there. It's it definitely is. It's on my channel. I think it's like the last thing I uploaded. Okay. Okay. Uh, you also got to play. A sh oh, is it just one show with Doctor Acula, or did you do a couple? Uh, just one show, okay. and it was fucking awesome. Um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, Dr. Ocula, PS, you're dead. Um, my good friends, uh, in fever dreams were on it. Um, which was like their second to last show, which was like super emotional. Um, they absolutely crushed it. Uh, 
yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, again, uh, Grimmy Burgutter's best song I've ever made, playing with Doctor Dracula, best show I've ever played. That's fucking sick. <laughs> uh, Rob's in chat saying you're the best Corey uh, song was a blast to do. He's a fucking man. I love you, Rob. Oh my god. And then uh, the last note I had for the lyrics uh, from "Born from a Wish," uh, the the catch. The, I'm sorry, the the hook that you have in that song. Be careful what you wish for; it might ju- it just might come true. That's so fucking good, dude. When that was come, when that came on, I was just like, oh shit! Like that's dude, that's so good. That's my favorite song. I think that you've ever made. Probably it's so shit. fucking catchy, dude. Like I just gotta give a shout out to that. Really, really. Respect, you like man. Thank you, you so like, much. You know, push in that direction. Like, I want to see what else you can uh, do. Um, Shit, thank you. Absolutely. Uh, so, the recording process. It says guitar, mm-hmm. bass, and mixing by Sam Carlin. I thought that you mm-hmm. did everything. So, yeah. So, it's... Like, I write everything and do like all the synths and like programming like every every synth you hear like song structure wise is like is as it is like on my um like fl studio files so pretty much like working with sam uh pretty much was like the same thing we did on i will destroy you where i had um like a really shitty like guitar plugin uh that i've been using for a while um on this EP, Sam pretty much like took like those MIDI guitar parts and then like retracked um, live guitar over it okay. uh, with like some with some like subtle changes to like riffs or notes or something. Um, the guitars are still like almost exactly to how like my MIDI is. Um, Sam also tracked uh, some live bass for that too uh, on some parts. So. Um, we it was cool like uh, i i've always i've always liked that process a lot um because sometimes like too like like the songs are like going so crazy like i think idiot machine is like 300 and something bpm so obviously like he can't play like those like super ridiculous glitchy technical parts so it's fun to like do that stuff because we can like slow it down to half time and then like speed it up and like chop and like resample the guitars and like pretty much like treat them like samples essentially uh going through um so yeah uh sam pretty much is just like uh one of my producers uh who i've worked with in the past um for the new lp uh i've been working with uh jeff mckinnon and evan seberger uh they recently just did the new uh varials lp that just came out uh stars to remember and for I think for a lot of the new direction that I'm heading in, I think we're going to keep there's going to be a stark sound quality and change and difference to uh, the music um, on that. We're pretty much like abandoning all live guitar after the CP. So for anybody that was like a huge fan of that, uh, we're completely changing it uh, to keep it more like synthetic and industrial. So we're using like all like. Uh, we're we're doing some really gross shit. Uh, we're still using some of my old um, FL Slayer guitars, and then mixing it with like some other like kind of program guitars, so it creates this really like harrowing, uh, gross guitar tone for some of the news tracks. Um, but yeah, so I pretty much like like still do like everything in Zombie Shark. Uh, it's just I I have a couple steps when it comes to like writing the music. Like um, I just like take it to. Uh, I just take it to like a producer to help like elevate stuff. Cause I always like having like second opinions, like on my mixes or if there's like people that like know a lot more about like music and mixing and stuff like that. Like I always want to get like a second opinion or see how we can make something like bigger. If there's something that I don't know how to do, like I'm always open to like uh, making it crazier. And uh, Jeff McKinnon also uh, mastered this EP too. So I was so impressed by his mastering. Um, because even the mixes that we had before the final version that's out now were so different compared to uh, the masters we got back from Jeff. So um, Sam ended up being like too busy uh, to work on this next LP, and I kind of wanted to like get like a full like studio experience on it. So um, and I was so impressed with like Jeff's quality on the master. I was like, I gotta like get in there and work with this guy and like, like do like a full album with him and like make something crazy. 
Well, uh, you kind of answered my next question. It was going to be why do you use like real guitar and stuff like that? Um, mm. Like a uh, uh, dude from Unicorn Hole, I'm pretty sure he uses shreddage to get like, mm. his guitars and stuff on there. So uh, are you like moving in that direction then? Like using just the VST to do all that stuff or? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, not to count out that, like I'm not like fully opposed to using like live guitar. Like there's some songs. I feel like you just don't need it though. Like everything else is like electronic. So like I honestly, some parts on this EP, I couldn't even tell there was guitar happening because it was just Mm. like, so like, you know, everything was like hard and chaotic and stuff. So it's like, you know what I mean? Right. No, I, um, yeah. So like definitely going for, um, for the shreddage vibe, uh, mainly because too, because also too, like the, the new EP, like I think the songs, don't even really sound like songs in a way like i feel like they're just sort of like brutal like ass beating industrial like noises and i think like even trying to like do a live guitar over some of this new stuff like would would be impossible and just wouldn't have the same outcome for the amount of work uh there is still some moments though uh, that we're we're chiming in with some real guitar, at least layering it into the mix, like something that we can get, like just like in some areas where it needs an organic feel or needs that, you know, it makes sense to put it in there, uh, still being fed through our filters and everything. But I think that was kind of like, at least working on this EP kind of made me realize that I want to do that. I think when I was working on I Will Destroy You, um, I feel like it made sense to take that approach, like live track guitar over it. And I feel like that was okay because the songs, the songs were crazy, but they weren't like super insane. Um, and even on the EP, like there's some moments where it really kind of like, I personally didn't think that it really needed it, but, um, I'm happy with how it came out, but I think like definitely going forward, at least like that really like real authentic cyber grind, like industrial, chaotic sound and just giving it like that gross quality i think like uh synthetic guitar plugins is is for sure the way we're heading oh uh guitars on agonestes is that how you pronounce that song agonestes agonestes interesting okay uh it was performed by uh lilith from uh, ps you're dead and uh, you had guest vocals on uh, oh guest vocals for uh, rob mccarty obviously so uh how did you get Lilith involved? Uh, shouts out uh, Lilith. Uh, Lilith 2 shouts out uh, PS You're Dead. Um, Lilith is just like a really fucking awesome person. Uh, I was very fortunate to uh, meet her this summer. Um, and we've kind of been like talking like on and off um, just casually, like uh, either via Twitter or whatever. And um yeah, they're uh, they're just incredibly talented. Um, we also kind of like understand each other, I think, and way of like we both kind of have like um, like sort of like witch house, like trap, like like sad, like uh, trap beat projects and everything. Um, so we kind of like understand each other on that level, and she's just somebody that I really trust a lot uh, musically. Um, <clears throat> and I wanted to collab for a while, and I, uh, I like literally can't play guitar to like save my life. And I knew that I really wanted to have like an acoustic intro to the project. Um, Sam and I had like started a couple versions of it, but like, I have such a bad time, like trying to like articulate, like what it is I'm like specifically looking for. If it's not like with like examples, um, and Lilith is like I said, like somebody who I like trust immensely, and she was um, making uh, some guitar uh, loops for me for my project. Um, and I was, uh, I just reached out to her and I was like, "Hey, uh, like, would you be down to just write like an intro riff, uh, you know, for for my EP?" And um, you know, she was super cool about it. Like, cranked it out like in a day. Um, and then I like went and like tweaked it and like did like a whole bunch of weird effects on it, like added some noise build up and, uh, yeah, it just, it came out like so sick. I was so stoked on it. Um, and we've been, uh, I've been, I've been using it for like live shows and everything. And it's been pretty cool. Cause I just sort of like do like noise, uh, over that whole build up, and it, it just sounds incredible. Yeah. Shots, shots out Lilith, shots out PS, you're dead. 
uh, fall 50 feet in chat says zombie shark more like zombie goat and oh, said uh, you need a ukulele intro for the next project <laughs> yo if anyone if anyone in chat uh wants to donate some ukulele to me uh hit my dms i will absolutely i will absolutely do it i need i need jim from fall 50 feet playing ukulele on it honestly <laughs> <laughs> sleeping on yeah. stardust says i got you homie Yo, shouts out sleeping on Stardust. Let's get it. Let's make something happen. Hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> so you did the art for the project, obviously. Um, got it up on stream now. Uh, what are we looking at exactly? Oh god, I don't even know. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> gross looking. Um, <laughs> no. Nah, so uh, I pretty much like after I will destroy you. I've been really into the idea of faces as album covers and uh this is sort of like the next iteration of it i kind of want like the faces to get uglier per album um i always have like i had like little weird names for like all of them like um i will destroy you is a uh, uh fucking blue devil um this one is called wishmaster um and yeah, I don't know. I over the pandemic, I was um I got super super into HR Giger, uh who's uh artist who did uh he designed like uh Alien uh or the Alien from Aliens, like the whole franchise. Yeah. Um he also did uh like the character design for species and like been one of my favorite artists since like childhood and over the pandemic uh my amazing partner just got me like tons of books on geiger and um he does like a lot of like fleshy biomechanical like combinations and like makes these really horrific like hollow kind of like uh dystopian monstrosities with like airbrush and everything and um <clears throat> I think aside from like a lot of people probably only know me for like my uh like bright colorful kind of stuff yeah, like, like cartoony pull... type of stuff yeah i have like a lot of like another portfolio that's just that i haven't really shared too much that's a lot more of like the darker kind of like industrial photo collage-esque like kind of stuff um so yeah pretty much like nothing like super like in-depth for this one just uh wanted to make something that was like really ugly and like sort of alien looking to like how the music sounds I i've always been like a huge fan of like the contrast of like album artwork not quite reflecting the the vibe of like the album like like uh like like duck duck goose like noise 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 except for example you know it was like a children's like drawing but then it's like the most like horrific like uh fucking like math core like they're just talking about like the most brutal shit so i kind of wanted to like approach it in a way where it was like something really gross and like kind of uncomfortable that kind of like reflects like the the music because i feel like the pop stuff on here is a bit like polarizing or gross or like uncomfortable in a way and like uh, I kind of wanted the artwork to kind of have that effect or just give people like a kind of vibe when they're like listening to it. I, I want people to feel gross uh, or like uh, get a sickening feeling when they're listening to it or uh, looking at the album artwork or something. The, the next LP album artwork, I just finally started to work on it and it's uh, horrendous looking. Uh, not going to share that for a long time, but it's, if, if people think that this is gross and weird now, it's going to get a lot grosser and a lot weirder. <laughs> no, I, I really dig this. Uh, the teeth being, like, upside down as opposed to how it would be in a normal human's mouth is, like, what really, like, mm. makes me, like, I don't know, kind of get freaked out by it. But uh, it, it's so good. It's so good, man. Um, yeah, at first I kind of thought it was, like, something that's more fit for, like, a I don't know, like tech death band or something like that. But mm -hmm. I don't know. It, it fits really fucking well for the style, for your style. I, mm -hmm. I, I can't put a finger on why exactly, but this works yeah. super, super well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, like I said, I, I just wanted to make something that was very alien and very like, like extraterrestrial or something. Because it's kind of like how I feel about like a lot of the album. Like I feel like it's 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 a weird project, and you know. <laughs> like i said some of some of the layers and everything like on some of the clean vocals sound kind of gross or at least when i listened to it back to it sometimes like 
there's some moments where even I'm just kind of like, Ugh. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is like really creepy and like kind of weird, you know? So I don't know. It's kind of great. It's kind of like a follow up from like, I will destroy you too. Like, I kind of want to like, at least at some point, um, do some like world building or something, you know, like I, I was kind of doing that with like, I will destroy you's artwork like a little bit, like, um, and I kind of follow like the same kind of like, aspects like per album release um i didn't get to fully explore it as much on this ep but i know for like the lp and everything i'm going to try and like find a way where like all of these like pieces kind of connect in some way maybe not like on the nose but like i'm going to be doing like a lot of artwork for the lp and hopefully people will like see like oh wow like this is like a whole kind of network or like trying to give it like an area where like my music can um exist in in a way or something okay <laughs> not explaining that well at all <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. um let's see here you did a music video also oh Get that shit. plan while we're uh music video for uh smile support society um so the helmet thing is that like real like you built that or some shit yeah i do shit i i forgot i oh my god i should have brought it up uh before we hopped on uh it's in my basement still i literally just left it uh on the chair as soon as we were done but uh yeah it was really cool uh shouts out uh bob mccoy uh he's an amazing videographer uh everybody every metalcore band should hire bob mccoy um hit him up on instagram facebook uh he's the fucking goat um yeah i pretty much made it from cardboard and uh i i bought like some weird like corny like like uh futuristic single shade visors and then i just glued like a bunch of um wires and cables i, I put an ad out on um my local free and for sale group that i was looking for like an, an abundance of unused cables and like cords and all this stuff so uh i spent like an entire week um gathering like just a giant contractor bag of like plugs and cables and all this gross shit and i like sat and um glued it all in and like spray painted it and like did some like dark washes on it and tried to get it like as real looking as possible um and then too you can't really see it like too too much in some areas but like the big like array of like wires behind my head uh we're just like all part of that too we just like like tied them together and like attached them we, we filmed it in the basement of my house and uh it was cool we like turned it into like a total like kill room we got like this giant uh like contractor plastic and like hung it around the walls and like hung like cables and stuff from it and then um i made like a bunch of like fake blood and like put it all over me and everything <laughs> Made it look like uh, some kind of like trap from uh, Saul 2 or something. Okay, yeah, I can see that. No, it looks sick as fuck, man. Um, are you planning on using that for a live performance? That would be. <laughs> I would if I could like see out of it and if it wasn't co like still covered in like gross like fake blood it's like actually like really sticky and like smells really bad oh, okay. uh, and it actually <laughs> it actually like hurts a lot like wearing it. <laughs> um yeah and uh yeah i don't know it's just it's just kind of like it was one of those things where we spent like the day filming it and then like afterwards i just like threw it on the ground i'm like i'm not wearing this anymore but uh i do have it i should uh i should put it up on my merch store or something and see if yeah. anybody wants to buy it <laughs> that's fucking sick yeah. um yeah shout out bob mccoy though for real uh he's he's just super super awesome he's philadelphia local um, he does like a ton of work for like metal bands and stuff. Actually, I think he's like filming for like Era right now. Like he like Ooh. went on tour with them and is like uh like their their road photographer now. Um but uh, if it, I in his downtime, like he takes like commissions for like music videos from bands and stuff. And uh, I, I he's he's a very good friend of mine. We we've been friends like even before we filmed this, and uh it was just like an honor to like finally like get to work with him on like something sick. Uh, he absolutely bodied that. That's sick. Uh, so, 
what uh, future plans you got? Um, you're talking about like an album for next year or whatever, but uh, mm-hmm. you have like shows coming up. You got a tour maybe, anything like that? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. I'm a bit of a fucking unorganized mess right now, but like shit's happening. Um, it was a really weird year, honestly. It was it was very weird. I think, um, you know, uh, it feels like the first like real year back from the pandemic. Um, I know that's really not a great way to like kind of look at it, but it feels like it's like the first like year of like normalcy but with that like i kind of feel like i haven't it was like the first year where i have fully had to like kick myself or kick myself in the ass to like get adjusted to like everything and um you know a lot a lot of things have been going on and it's been like really hard to like focus on on a lot of things but i spend most of this year like finally working on like my next lp uh which is like a huge follow-up from I will destroy you. Um, I've put probably like 80% of my life into this thing um, uh, this year. And it's cool because we're finally kind of like hitting the home stretch of it. uh, Just waiting on like a couple guest features and a couple um, some, some mixing stuff like here and there. Um, Pretty much I'm going to try and just, continue to focus on that for the rest of this year and into next year uh gonna start like trying to like prep for like music videos and getting everything like all that like arranged for it um i've also been working on a couple new side projects too uh that i've kind of loosely talked about on twitter recently but um me and uh, one of my uh, best friends, uh, Alex from Ascent Like Wolves, uh, we actually have like a really cool math core project uh, we've been working on that's very much like a arsonist get all the girls meets like heavy, heavy, low, low worship project uh, that's coming nice. along really fucking sick. Uh, we've got like 10 songs for that already. So um, we're just, I'm literally over Thanksgiving. Um, we're going to track some vocals for that. And, you know, that's something we've been working on. Um, I have another cyber grind project that I literally just started like a, a week ago. That's already coming out like really sick. Uh, I'm probably going to drop that EP uh, early next year. Um, on top of that, like I said, figuring out um, what to do with the LP uh, for next year. Um Show-wise, I actually have one coming up tomorrow uh, at uh, this really sick uh, space in Philly called Luigi's Mansion, uh, playing with my good friend uh, Dave from Hallucinogenic Bulb. Um, That's going to be really sick. If anyone in the chat wants to come pull up, say hi, hang out, uh, it's going to be tight. And then I have one more show for the end of the year. Uh, I'm playing in Maryland December 3rd uh, inside of a skate shop uh, at a local mall. Um, I've nice. played there once before and it's probably one of like the coolest, uh, spaces, uh, I've ever played. So I think, uh, there's a lot of really sick cyber grind artists that are coming up on that too. Um, this has gotta be such like a hard place to load in, like a skate shop in a mall. Like, no, it's, it's <laughs> mad easy because it's like, it's like the first like storefront, like from the main entrance. Okay. So it's actually, it's, it's easy as fuck. Uh, you can like park like right on the street and just haul your stuff in. Um, this I'm here cool. thinking you have to like go through the Macy's or whatever with all this shit <laughs> in your hands, go up escalators no. and stuff. <laughs> no, it's, it's a really weird mall. It's, it's a weird space uh, in general. It's like, it's kind of like a half mall or something. And it's like out in the middle of nowhere, like kind of thing. But like people like still like pull up to this because it's like the only like real like DIY venue out there. Uh, lurking class skate shop it's it's like one of the sickest spots um they've got like a half pipe in there and shit and like people are like skating while like you're rocking now and shit. uh i've seen like a, I, I i i would go down and like visit uh my one of my other best friends um down in maryland a bunch and uh like i've caught like a bunch of like sick shows like i saw like reaper's gong there um his other power violence band um piss corpse uh is fucking awesome uh like it's just it's such a cool like spot and i'm so excited because um the whole lineup is just like stacked uh so those are real, the only real quick up. real quick uh don't oh, yeah. just flower press thank you so much for gifting the subs you are fucking awesome 
Yo, shouts out Don't Shout Stress. Out. Shouts out Matt Klein. Like, seriously, one of the realest uh, legends out there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so for like next year, um, I really want to tour next year. Uh, I'm really looking for. Uh, I'm surprised you hadn't been touring a lot already. Like, I kind of figure uh, since you're like an artist and stuff and do all this art for bands and stuff, you're kind of like in my position where I'm bringing on all these people and talking to them. Like, you have relationships right. with random people all over the country, I'm sure. Yeah, it's 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 just tough right now. Like I said, I mean, like like this year was definitely like I think a lot of the fault of not touring is is totally on me for this. Um, I just uh, like I said, there's a lot of I was really unorganized like this year, and I think for like going forward, like next year, um, I really want to do that. Uh, just mainly looking for like bands. I want to just go out for like weekenders and uh, whatnot. Um, I have some I have some things. I'm talking to a couple bands right now. Uh, hopefully, we can line something up and like get out that way. I really need to get to Texas. I need to get to Texas so bad. Uh, need need to play with you. Need to play with uh, From Joy. Need to play with Ghost House. Um, need to play with uh, Karama. Uh, there's a lot. The Houston scene just sounds fucking amazing, and I'm super envious of everyone that gets to experience that. The shows look fucking cool. So. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I think next year, um, especially since the album will be done and a lot of the chaos will have settled down by this point, um, I think next year I can really like kind of like put a lot of focus into like doing tours and getting out there and uh, really playing a lot. So oh, yeah. we'll see. Ban- bands, if you're in the chat, uh, hit me up. Let's fucking let's do some shit. Let's, let's play some shows. Let's do some tours. Um. Don't stress says you have a place to stay in Austin if you come. Oh, yo, thank you so much. Yo, shouts out Matt again. Um So yeah, since we last talked, you played some shows. Uh what's the best show you've done? I, I'm pretty sure I know I know which one it is, but uh <laughs> uh best show this year, hands down, was getting to open for Dr. Ocula. Um literally could, I mean, for as much of a fan of the band as I am and just being able to uh, work on the single with Rob, um, you know, uh, it was just, it was sick. The whole lineup was cool. Getting to play with PS You're Dead finally was like fucking awesome. Uh, they crushed that show. Um, everything, everything was just like, like perfect about it. Honestly, uh, the turnout was sick. Um, Dr. Ocula played every single song I wanted to hear. It was just like, it was surreal. It was so crazy. Cause like, it was definitely one of those moments where it's like, you know, I don't, I don't really like, I don't really ask for much or like seek out like a lot of like, holy shit. Like I need to play like these big fucking shows or whatever, but there's some shows that really like are those bucket lists. Like this means the world to me type gigs. And that was like, on the nose one of them uh getting to meet like rob bill lou um jd you know which was crazy uh it was it was just it's cool you know and it's sick too that like i'm like friends with all those guys now which is also something that i never thought would like happen so um that that shit just really means a lot to me and it's just it was just fucking it was great um yeah definitely out of out of this whole year i think that one was probably like the best um sleeping on stardust says you ever gonna try and do another live from hell world online type show in the future um uh i don't know i mean like i'd be down if like it was it was weird then because like you know it, it was all during the pandemic and everything so um and i was like playing shows like a lot before the pandemic happened so I think for me, like I was feeling like super charged up then. And, you know, I really wanted to like set up this online show because, um, you know, like virtual shows, like the, the whole virtual show thing was honestly really sick. Um, it was really cool. Like a lot of the bands. Were I thought it was sick. Shit off. It was fucking awesome. The like, people put like a, a lot of production value in it too. Oh yeah. Nice. I mean like everybody who did that w- was so cool. And I think like too, you know, I mean like, when I, when I did Hell World, you know, I, I was telling everyone, you know, like, hey, you know, like, this is going to be, it's not live, so you don't have to worry about, like, technical stuff. Like, just do, like, a pre-filmed set and, you know, like, 
add your own effects and whatever. And like, it was one of those like beautiful things where like everybody just fucking did an awesome job. Um, when I was doing it, um, my old, uh, at my old house was definitely a lot bigger than, uh, the spot I'm in now. And, uh, I don't, our, our landlord was a lot more chill because like I had tore up so much paint by like taping like trash bags, like all over our kitchen. Like there was so much like setup that went into like doing that. And then not only, uh, filming the whole thing, um, then like editing, like the whole stream and like the premiere and everything, like, I was up for like two days straight and I was, I remember like just being down to like the final hour of like working on that. So it's, it was a lot. Um, <clears throat> I could do it again. Uh, I just don't know if like the production value would, would be the same because like my roommate who, who filmed it, like he really like made that what it was. Um, he's very busy and it, it would be really hard for me to like set something up like that again. And I think personally for me, like I just want to get out there and like play some like real shows and like really like travel and, and do a lot of that stuff. Um, so we'll see uh, if I think if by next year, if I'm not really doing like a lot of what I'm hopefully planning to do, then I probably will set up like another like online fest and like, um, you know, probably get some like cool acts. I think if I do it again next time, uh, I definitely want to get more. And then I think maybe just make it like a whole like miniature festival online kind of thing. But it just depends because I think the only, I think the big reason why that, that was so successful was because it was the pandemic and everyone was kind of like locked down and unable to go to shows. And I think like a show of that caliber was just really not being like reproduced. Like, especially for like cyber acts and stuff, you know I mean? Blind, James from blind equation, like absolutely like murdered his set. Um, me Cal did an amazing job. Like Steven from got item, uh, did, did a really sick show. Um, Dave, like, you know, put a bunch of effort into like the visuals and like, uh, was doing like the noise in between like the transitions and everything. So it was a lot of work. It's, it's definitely one of the, I think one of the fav my favorite projects, like I've, I've ever put together, doing zombie shark is just i think for me it's just i you know i it, it was so much effort and the payoff was so good i'm worried that if the the payoff might not be as good because it's not the pandemic but i don't know we'll should see. do a we'll real see. life big money cyber grind fest trying to get it to happen that's definitely something that's on a bucket list thing for me uh next year for sure and i think i'm definitely gonna like try and set that up uh i want to get I'm going to, I want to set it up and I want to make it at least like a two day thing. Um, and get like a lot of like my friends out and everything. It's a lot yeah, of cyber like, grind two days, but I well, you know, I honestly feel like now more than ever, like cyber grind is at such a all time peak popularity that I think now it makes perfect sense to like set up that festival. I'd even say like, maybe even as far as like this year, it could have been like, hit and miss maybe but i think like next year i mean especially with the, with so many bands out here like us like you know uh doing putting so much work into it and everything you know um i think it definitely just needs to happen next year well, there's some people in chat that want to see that happen they be on started saying let's go fall 50 feet big money cyber grind goaded don't just fire press bmc fest is a dream <laughs> so get on that shit, shit. <laughs> make that happen Oh, shit. Uh, oh, I haven't. I haven't even looked at the chat until my whole shit. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 gonna we're gonna make it happen one way or another. A big, a big money cyber grind fest or just big electronic core fest. Something something we're gonna make happen next year for sure. Large profit, large profit cyber grind. I fucking love that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. long, long long dollar cyber grind. <laughs> uh. So yeah, what's the worst show you've played since we last talked? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's been a lot. Not really. No, I don't know. There was only one that was kind of like, um, <clears throat> kind of like a not so great one. Um, I got asked last minute to like play this like uh, show uh, that was at like this kind of like really shitty DIY house spot recently, and. Um, it was with a pretty like big touring band uh and i don't even think they wanted to play this show 
Um, the, like all the other bands were great, but like the sound system was fucking horrible. Like the PA was just non-existent and I should have just known like going there and just seeing the first two bands having like no vocals in the PA was like a bad, like I'm sure you already know as, as being a fellow cyber grind artist that PA is the PA speakers are either your best friends or worst fucking right. nightmares. And uh, they were the PA speaker was definitely not being kind to me that night. Um, the touring band pretty much wanted to play like in the middle of the set so they could like get out of there, which I kind of understood. Um, but and like it was it was a crazy packed show. Like there's no reason why it shouldn't have been great. Um, and then when they left, like the party was over. Like as soon as I got done playing, like there was probably like 80 kids in that whole house everyone like dipped and uh because i was supposed to open for it but then i was going after them and uh i was like fumbling trying to like figure out the pa situation it was literally just like in this empty basement um trying to get my like pa to work uh everything was like completely fried i like went up i i just i was like you know what like i'm just gonna I'm just going to shut this down. <laughs> and then I just like packed up and left. By the time I got upstairs, like everybody was just kind of like, like the people, I guess, who live there were just sort of like chilling, like hanging out. And like everyone else like had just gone. <laughs> and left. I mean, it was a great show. I had a great time watching everyone else. Like I, I honestly was almost like, was like, you know what? I probably would have just had a better time. Like just attending this show as an attendee rather than like playing it, which I guess didn't even matter anyway. I just like like i just walked into this house with this big heavy ass box full of shit and then just like left <laughs> i pretty much had the same thing happen to me recently on my on my last tour too uh oh, so yeah i totally feel it man like that literally happened to me too yeah in a basement I mean, also <laughs> yeah i mean like it, it wasn't anyone's it wasn't anyone's like fault really but i uh yeah, it it was just one of those things where I was just like, God, this is like this is the simulation has gone like full nightmare mode right now. <laughs> like I literally was like I was like sitting there for like 20 minutes trying to like get my backtracks to work and it was just like harsh noise static. And the only person who was in the basement was like the dude who was like handing out beers, and I was just like, Hey, I was like, you know, like where like anyone is, and like like homie's literally on his phone, he looks up, he's like and then just get to it. I was like, okay, all right. I was like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Fuck it later. Uh, yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> so right now, all your merch is sold out. Uh, you have plans to restock anything? Yeah. So all the merch is is currently being printed right now. Uh, I should have everything like within at least like two weeks. I know the wall flags are coming in. Next week, uh, long sleeves should be here um, by Thanksgiving. Um, so all of that's getting printed right now and will go out. I have extras of everything. So after I uh, play the December show, uh, I'm just going to put up like all of my, my remaining merch and, uh, you know, I'll make a big post about it when it happens. There's also... Um, top secret but there's also perhaps maybe possibly a wink wink nudge nudge of a repress happening of uh one specific cyber grind album uh happening soon so i'll have details on that soon uh that'll be pretty cool but you didn't hear that from me and it's a total lie and not happening jk (laughs) (laughs) don't trust me i'm a liar uh so I guess we can wrap this up with your current album of the year. Uh, my current album of the year. Uh, there's there's a bunch of albums. <laughs> um, I mean, for one, uh, you know, new Dr. Acula album, self-titled. It's incredible. It's amazing. It's literally like the, the album that I've uh, that I've always wanted from them. Um, I feel like it just sort of like encapsulates every best aspect of their entire career like into one um into one project uh really fucking love that um big fan of uh the new saltooth grin album that came out good 
Um, that easily worked its way up into my uh, top albums list. Uh, can't fucking leave out um, Callous Dowboys, Celebrity Therapist. Um, I literally listen to Star Baby all the time and just cry my eyes out all the time. I'm literally always crying, and people ask me why, and I'm like, I've got Star Baby playing. <laughs> uh, so- songs that just completely, absolutely wreck my shit, too. Uh, it's that one. Um, I'd say, too, for like crazy electronic stuff, uh, the new John Askis album that came out, uh, sitting on the edge of the, uh, of the earth. Um, that album is like probably one of the most like forward thinking, um, electronica. I don't even want to say hyper pop. Like, I don't know, like electronic pop metal albums, uh, to come out. Um, genuinely like some some of like the sickest like most forward-thinking music uh i've i've listened to uh that and um the new fire tools uh ep um today i will not use the body's eyes uh vedic software is just like one of the most mind-blowing songs i've ever heard in my life i like listen to fire tools and i'm like this is like what i like i want to i want to make music that's so just fucking crazy like (laughs) like so bad um angel is like one of the most talented uh brilliant human beings on the face of the fucking planet and blows my mind with every release um especially with her output um that ep is so nuts it's it's cool because like i feel like where angel like kind of had roots in like vaporwave and has now like pushed that sound so far that it's not even like it's not even vaporwave anymore. It's not even like cyber grind. It's not like anything. It's just like purely experimental, like electronica. I feel like I've taken that uh, as a huge window for like the new LP. Cause I'd say even like now, um, cause I'm probably not even going to have a chance to really talk about this, like until it's out or nearing uh, it being out. But like, it's, I can definitely say that the new like zombie shark stuff is like, I felt the same way with like cyber grind where I've really wanted to like push the genre so fucking far that it's not even like that anymore, you know, like it's, it's crazy. And, and I feel like I, I can't like really articulate it, but like in the same way that the, in the same way that what like fire tools does to like vaporwave and cyber grind is kind of like the approach that I really want to like take, or it's like, it's the thing that like inspires me the most because, um, I listen to I listen to that EP all the time and I'm I'm just I'm like it's so dense and so layered and I feel like I'm hearing like new things like every time I like listen back to a track. Um the vocal like scream productions, like I don't know what Angel did on this release, but it just they sound her her screams are horrific. They're terrifying. It's so scary because it's just like there's these moments of like this like like nice calm like jazz like atmospheric like moment and then like her screams come in like black metal but like compressed and like digitized it's like jesus christ sorry i'm like rambling about this but like everyone here should listen to to fire tools um sleeping on sawdust said music too uh it's like music like five i think <laughs> that's just fucking crazy I'm, I'm gonna write it down i'm gonna have to check it out uh, yeah. it's like fire space tools right yep and it's like t-o-o-l-z and then that new ep is um Today I will not use the body's eyes. Hmm. Holy shit. Listen to Vedic software and then like let me know what you think of that because I've been showing that to everybody. I'm just like, like, this is this is like the next step <laughs> in human evolution is right here. <laughs> uh sleeping on Stardust says that the screams remind them of old school Emperor. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good comparison. It's like it's like black metal meets vaporwave, uh done in the best fucking possible way um insane shit insane and uh fall 50 feet after you mentioned that you uh were definitely not reprinting a certain record they said they had to sell their copy now to make max profit just wanted to shout that out because i thought that was hilarious uh (laughs) yeah yeah definitely cash in on your uh zombie shark cryptocurrency now while you can Uh, (laughs) uh, the, the new the new uh crypto zs cyber grind coin is about to drop and make everybody rich <laughs> well uh is there anything else you want to say before we head on out 
Um, yeah, shouts out Fall 50 Feet because uh, they're mad goaded and they're sweethearts. And uh, Lonely If You Go is a fucking awesome EP and they're working on some new cool stuff. You mean but... Lonely If You Goaded? Lonely If You Goaded. Ayo. Now, shouts out. I love Dave. If I saw Dave right now, I'd give him a kiss on his forehead. Miss him. <laughs> Take me on tour again, you punks. <laughs> so if you're looking for the future cyber guy and look no further than zombie sharks new ep born from a wish which came out back in october uh you're on facebook Bandcamp, instagram twitter youtube and all streaming platforms uh are there any like links you're trying to send people to uh links um yeah uh keep i mean follow me on uh spotify and twitter right now um i'm a big dumb cringe boomer and haven't really used tiktok a whole lot as much as i should um but i'm mostly active there and on facebook uh twitter uh spotify Bandcamp, um all that good stuff um I'll, i can send you a link tree stuff for the video or something when you post it on youtube um but yeah keep an eye out uh, i know i've been a mess and have been quiet and releasing things sporadically but uh there is there is a lot of really sick stuff on the horizon i think the next two years are going to be pretty cool i reckon hell yeah uh as for me drop my channel follow so you always know when i go live you can also sub to get access to the interviews before they hit youtube and streaming services as well as get some exclusive emotes uh you can find me on facebook instagram twitter and youtube youtube folks if you enjoy the video please drop a like tickle the notification bell don't forget to subscribe it's a great way to support me for free check out my music the sound that is creation at sound creation at bandcamp.com my new album uh unicorn laser bubblegum city is out now my new album my new ep uh also got some sick merch up there and uh i just announced a west coast tour uh come and see me live um my next guest is Cloud Rat, who dropped their album oh. Threshold back in October through Artifact Records. Join us this Wednesday at 16th at 7 p.m. Central, right here on Twitch for the live cast. Yeah, it's a pretty awesome get. I'm pretty excited. I'm not going to lie. That's, that's <laughs> sick, dude. Seriously, congrats. You've had like, so many sick guests recently, man. Dude, I, nah, I feel like awesome. it's been going really well. So, yeah. <laughs> that's sick, but, uh, dude. Congrats. Thanks for being here, Corey. Hope you had a good time. Thank you so much, Chris. I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely, and thank you guys for watching and listening.